Welcome to Taking the Rams by the Horns, a podcast that takes current affairs out of current affairs. It's a podcast in partnership with Sowetan Live. I'm your host, Rems Mabote. South Africa is alive with possibilities. I mean, who would have imagined a former president in jail? A sitting president sleeping on cash, literally. A cabinet minister visiting a common prisoner in jail. Or even the post office operating, even when they have nothing to do. Can you confirm that delivery performances dropped? Welcome to the new Sowetan Live podcast called Taking the Rams by the Horns with me, Rams Mabote. Each week, I will be taking a lighter look at very serious topics that half the time drive you up the wall. This podcast will use humor to take no prisoners, have no holy cows, and cook a whole lot of sacrificial lambs. It has been just under a week since the continental football bonanza, the African Cup of Nations, kicked off. And already, there are upsets galore. Hot conditions, ensuring that it ended in Yamasupro. Cameroon 1, Guinea, 10-man Guinea, 1. Silouan. Is this a moment for him to make history? It isn't because Salah has brought Egypt level 2-2 deep into stoppage time. Somehow, well wide to go. No, final score. Nigeria 1, Equatorial Guinea 1. Qui se dessine pour le Cap Vert. Et c'est terminé. Le Cap Vert l'emporte face au Ghana avec panache, audace, talent. Le Cap Vert a cru en son destin. Ah, renverser le Ghana. From Pretoria to Johannesburg to with Waters Run, we'll all be paying keen attention. The fan zone that's at the Royal Bafokeng Stadium anticipating this and uh, well, looks like they switch up on uh, penalty taker. They switched again. The Lion of Judah, Percy Town. Al Ali steps up and he balloons it. Much to the cheers of the Mali fans. A sigh of relief. Well, Pasitao, normally a cool and collected figure here. For the moment, a sigh of relief. Mama Joy cannot believe they are not yet in the lead. The Mali fans. Equatorial Guinea held Giants Nigeria. Multiple winners Egypt salvage a draw against Mozambique from an added time penalty. Ghana were embarrassed by Capo Verde and Cameroon could not see Guinea off and settled for a draw. As if that was not enough, Namibia won their first event game in the history of the AFCON as they triumphed over African giants Tunisia. The results read like a mystery of a top economist who could not produce a PhD certificate. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Amid all of these upsets, South Africa's Bafana Bafana brought back normalcy into the game by doing what many expected them to do. They lost to Mali yet again. And the skeptics won yet again. Well, as far as I'm concerned, with Bafana... I mean, I, th- I think my, my concern was uh, the inclusion of evidence, uh, Mahopa, in the starting lineup. I mean, 
Evidence who, you ask? Yes, yes, that one. The Orlando Pirates striker contributed nothing more than getting his sleep elbowed early in the game. And so, this week, I've asked my friend and colleague, Barimba Tukordas, a.k.a. BBK, Sunday Times Sports editor, and a football writer of note, a podcaster of note, to give us a skeptic's guide to AFCON. And I say skeptics because we've done idiot's guide to rugby and idiot's guide to cricket. But now... Football is followed by skeptics, not by idiots. Matala. <laughs> Matala. Happy New Year. Complications of the new revolution. Good to see you. Good, good to, to see, see you too, man. I'm, I'm happy you're wearing the right hat. You, <laughs> you have know, a good hat on I've your I've learned from the best. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, you know, sometimes we take things for granted. Where is this tournament taking place? This tournament is taking place in West Africa in a country called Ivory Coast. Others prefer to call it Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire. Cote d'Ivoire are hosting only for the second time in their history. And, uh, instead they, of being these giants in the continent. Instead of being these giants uh, uh, in, the, in, in the continent having produced so many great players. I yeah. mean, you think of T.J. Trogba, yeah. one of the greatest strikers ever to come from the continent. Yeah. If you're thinking defenders, Kolo Torre is one of them. And yeah. his brother, Yaya Torre. I mean, everybody knows, even Pep Guardiola knows yeah, Yaya Torre. Yeah. <laughs> Good or bad. Yeah. yeah. So oh, wow. that's and where, that's where um, uh, uh, this West African country is the stage yeah. for this 34th edition of... Uh, the premier event, yes. the prestigious Africa Cup of Nations. And how many teams are participating or countries? Countries that are there are 24. This is the first time that we have oh, so it's such not a big number. No, it's not 16. Oh. It is 24. And uh, all the top two teams from the groups are going to go through okay. to the last 16. But from the six groups, and you take all the 12, uh, top two, you're not going to make gonna 16. Make, yes. So the best four third-placed countries are also going to go through. So if you were to borrow the balance of the African National Congress, we'll say those four teams are going to make it through the eye of the needle. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a star-studded AFCON, right? I mean, even some arrive at a private jet. Listen, that one called Onana chooses to play a match for Manchester United in the EPL. And uh, leaving him to arrive only on the eve of Cameroon's opening match. And then he tends to be a spoiled brat. Uh, you will recall what happened at the, the World Cup with Cameroon and Qatar when he had the passed up with, uh, with the coach, mm-hmm. uh, Urigo Besong. And uh, he actually stormed out and he was expelled from the camp itself. And you would have thought maybe him having been reintegrated back into the team, rehabilitation, whichever term you choose to use, you would have thought maybe, listen, there is a reason why this word team is an abbreviation because it is together everyone achieves more and there is no I in the word team even in we you and I are here it's you and I but we we are together in this thing so Nana needs to come down needs to stop throwing his toys out of the court he needs to believe and understand that he is not the next best thing after their spread. But yeah, he's not the only one. Shall we cut him some slack? I mean, it's traumatic playing for Man United lately. You know? So he's probably traumatized. Maybe he's disturbed. I, I would think so. I, I would think so. What is it called? A theater of Nightmares? Yeah, it, it is. is. It is right? a bad thing, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a great goalkeeper. Everybody knows what he did with Inter yeah. Milan. Yeah. You know, he. we all know what he can do. But... Cameroon has had a great goalkeeper before. Exactly. Idris Kamen. He never, ever, ever behave this way. And he was the best and remains one of the best. Speaking of stars, staying in England, 
there's a guy who comes from Egypt. His name is Mohamed Salah, uh-huh. a record breaker of note, a man who has scored no less than 20 goals in the EPL, a man who has once shared the top goal scorer in England with his former teammate Sadio Mane, another star yeah. who is at this tournament. Who didn't Sadio arrive Mane, late on private jets. He did right? not they arrive late on, on time for their They clubs. all arrived on time and they've won so many trophies yeah. in their careers, which Onana can never even lay claim to. Yeah. But... Sadio Mane is the defending champion. He led Egypt, I mean, uh, Senegal yeah. uh, to victory at the last Afcon against Salah, against Egypt. Yes. So they would want to be a nation that is not going to row only once. It was their first triumph yeah. at this. But it is something that Salah craves so much, Rams. He craves it so much because twice he has fallen. Twice he has played in the final, twice he has lost. Despite Egypt having won this thing for seven times. So he's got a messy complex. He's got a messy complex, if you want to put it that way. But he cried. He cried tears, you know, at that final. I think the the, the script was such that he was going to take the final penalty for Egypt and score the winning goal. And as fate will have it, it was Mane who scored the final penalty for Senegal. Salah never got to to take a penalty. But it, it is a tournament also that is seeing... A lot of players who are coming to say, hey, for the first time in this administration of that gentleman uh, who puts his finger <laughs> like seven Comba moves. 7, yeah. Yeah, president of Cape Petris Mutsipe, with so many television broadcast companies having bought the rights to well, show I was going to go to that, but, Really, this thing should matter or something about it. I mean, we had the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup with the Cricket World Cup. And then it must be cheap, right, for even the cash trap SABC to get the rise to, to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> we are friends uh, at, at, at the Faulty Towers. <laughs> be careful. But listen, it is significant what has happened with the CAF broadcast rights this time around, simply because if you look at the history of what has happened with the competition um, in previous administrations, particularly that of uh, the longest serving uh, Issa Hayato of Cameroon, some companies from the West, from France in particular, used to get these rights for, for a shilling. And they never really gave uh, AFCON the prestige that yeah. it deserved. Yeah. And it was difficult to access. And it was not money that came back into Kev's coffers yeah. for the development of football, for the growth of the sport. Because yeah. why are we doing this to begin with? Mm-hmm. We are doing this to make sure that we stop being like the stepchild of world football. We can be able to put ourselves on the same footing as, as South America, and as Conman s- Simple, good facilities. I mean, I'm looking at the pitches now. They're brilliant, right? They now are we're no longer doing those those mess artificial and, turfs and, and all of that yes are so beautiful it is now. what the money that comes into football must go back into football development to a point where i argued in the piece that i wrote for the sunday times last week that we need to be able to have facilities that are so world-class and prof- uh, leagues that are so professional that our best talent can start playing in africa yes. imagine a side your money playing for Kaiser Chiefs, <laughs> Mosala playing for Orlando Pirates. I can. Well, the future Sadios <laughs> and future yeah. Mosalos. You can imagine what's <laughs> like. Those future ones must be able to actually look at the Premiership Castle, uh, Premiership here in 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 South Africa as a destination to come to. Now I introd this conversation with you on the the results that we've seen in the last few days. Yeah. 
could we have ever predicted these results? You know, this is the thing about football. Uh, whoever said this was the beautiful game of billions needs to get um, a kamanga, maybe. <laughs> you know, because they came up with something that actually resonates with everyone, yeah. no matter which continent you are in. Uh, there are different sporting codes, Rams and everything else, but there's a reason the why football is followed by everyone know that, around right? the we world. You know, if we know that. Uh, so there's always going to be those who come into any contest as favorites, as as champions, as people who are expected to be there at the top, yeah. and then there will be your also Rams, and then there will be your underdogs. Yes, there will be your bridesmaids. So now, when you look at the opening game, you're thinking Ivory Coast. What's going to happen here? <clears throat> this is going to be a good game. Yeah. You need to be able to set the tone as a host nation. You need to say, you have come here, I've opened up my house for you to come and celebrate, but in the end, Let this trophy you. is going to stay here. Yeah. So it was important for them to send out that message uh, with that uh, victory of theirs. And out of that, you're thinking maybe Nigeria are like, ah, Oga, we no go win now. I've gone now for so long. We last won in 2013 in South Africa. Maybe it's time for us to do something. But hey, my friend, they got a wake-up call. Eh? But isn't it consistent of them? They always start slow, right? They, they never start on a high. I think you are far right in saying that. But at the same time, you are saying that this is 2024. Right? Things are different. It is AFCON 2023 because of yes, the virus yes. and everything else. But things are different. And 2013 is a long time ago, my friend. Uh, you need to say, I'm going to do something that is going to send a strong message even to those who are no longer with us, uh, like uh, Stephen Cash, the big boss, yeah. the last man who won AFCON and also coached coach. Nigeria yep. to yep. claim the title. To say, listen, big boss, we are not uh, that far down. We are Nigeria. We are super eagles. And we still have that arrogance. We still have that step, yeah. you know, in our foot. And, and we stars. still know. They've got big stars. Oh, they have. Country. They yeah. have. I mean, look at uh, Victor Osimhen. Yes. I mean, what a fantastic season oh. that he had last uh, season at, 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 at Serie A for Napoli. Helping them to win the league for the very first time in, in donkey's years. Yonks. You in know, Yonks. in Yonks, I think Maradona. In the stadium, that was named after the man who last won. Exactly. You know, Maradona himself. Exactly. I'm sure he was smiling. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure if there was anything going up. <laughs> Anyway, I'm okay, I, I, I want to, I want to mute this conversation for the for the answer you're gonna give me for the next question. Right. And then Bafana Bafana. I mean, I mean, really, me. I am not as as much clued up about this game as you are, but I think we had them first half. Forget even about the the penalty. I think we had the game in the first half. What then happened? Bafana Bafana happened. <laughs> You know, in one of the pieces we did in the Sunday Times uh, previewing Afcon, I stated that what really, really worries me is given Bafana Bafana's bipolar nature, I'm not sure which one I'm going to show, up show up, at yeah. Ivory Coast. Reason being, Rams, we've played World Cup qualifiers under Hugo Bruce, who played Afcon qualifiers. We didn't qualify for the World Cup, but there was a game that we played against Ghana. Yeah. Uh, particularly the one that you played away in the Gold Coast. Yeah. If you appreciate football and you appreciate the fact that Bruce was still putting together a team, he's been there now for what, two, two years, yeah. four months, yeah. he was still putting things together. And the kind of performance that Bafana produced there... Uh, let's forget about the controversy yeah, of the no, penalty yeah, and whatever else. Happen, right? they, they happen in football. Yeah. You know, when it happens in our favor, we celebrate. We exactly. never, I don't know anyone who said, no, referee, no, we don't want the penalty. <laughs> but anyway... 
you come back and you go to the game that they played in the Afcon qualifiers in Rabat against Morocco, and you look at the performance that they yeah. promised, uh, they, 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 they put there, it was polished. You come back to when they played Morocco after Morocco had finished fourth at the 2022 World Cup in Qatar when they hosted them in F&B. Yeah. What did you see? It was wonderful to exactly. You were saying that something is coming together nicely here. So, when they land, what are they going to do? First half, you are quite correct. We played a game that we all wanted to see Bafana play. In fact, before even we got the penalty that Pesita sent to Mass, yeah. I think uh, Diogo, what is his name? Uh, Baggio, yeah, the uh, Italian. <laughs> I think his penalty Baggio. is a competition in the uh, Roberto. <laughs> but now, before that, before even the penalty, there was a chance. Yes. You know, that Percy got. When, when you look at it, hindsight is always the best science. Maybe, who did you say you were surprised was in the lineup? Uh, evidence. evidence. Maybe he would have scored it. Right? If you go back to the video, you will see evidence of the fact that if Percy had maybe laid that ball to evidence, he, he was free. He was free. All he had to do was to tap it, tap it in. You know, it didn't happen. So Percy misses the penalty. Now what happens, I'm no professional soccer player, but you can imagine, if you do something that big at a stage so big, you're going to have things playing out in your head. And partly, if not most, you want to do one thing, to correct the mistake that you've done. And when you get into that zone, then you become haphazard in everything that you do. Because I saw another incident where a cross came from the right. I think it was from Motiba. What happened was Percy headed the ball. Didn't have so much power and yeah. pace to the header. It went straight to the keeper. And the very same evidence was standing right behind him. But give uh, evidence a bit of, you know, kudos. That penalty that we missed, yeah. that Senegal captain, Elbowed him. Yeah, he did. You know? no, and thank God that, that was there was VAR in this tournament. Yeah. That was a great contribution. Yes. We converted the chance. Things could have turned differently. I believe whoever scores first runs the show, right? So I don't even believe it would have been 2-1 necessarily in their favor. If we score first, we change the game. Because we had them. We had them. Uh, they've, they had uh, Yves Busoma in their midfield. He was substituted. And that, that's when the game turned for me. Because if you look at the guy who came in, as his replacement. Yeah. Because every time he had the ball, Bafana Bafana were like hounding dogs. They were like there. One, two, three players on him. Yeah. He, he, he was non-existent. But when their coach noticed that, uh-uh, it looks like these guys are enjoying so much ball possession because even in midfield, when we do get it, we are not able to put our foot yeah. going forward. Let me withdraw him, bring in the other guy, and then things started to change. <laughs> and also the other thing maybe is we it's good to be confident on the ball. It's great. And you can see what is happening with the majority of the Sundowns players that are there on the pitch. It helps with the team cohesion. Because they know, they know each other. Together. They've, they've yeah. worked together. They're a group. It's not something new. You will recall that when... Spain ruled the world from 20, 2008, 2010 to 2012 when they won Euros, sandwiched by the World Cup in between. Yeah. They were 90, 70% Barcelona Barcelona. players. Yeah. A couple from Real were. Madrid, yeah. Fernando Torres from the great Liverpool, of course. <laughs> and um, that is something that Hugo Bruce had to do because Rams, our pool of talent in terms of playing at the top level, 
is scarce. But 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 our own colleague, and there I say, partly our own boss, Bongani Koko. Yes. Then posts that you know we got this host of young people playing football all over the world. Yep. And none of them is called up. Yep. We have now this cohort of one team. Of course, part of it is that he doesn't like that one team. Mm-hmm. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Why do we not have... Who are these young people who are playing all over the world that we're not having in our team? They are young South African footballers who mostly have left South Africa not having played in the Premier Soccer League. Maybe the parents believing that the grass is greener on the other side. Maybe the opportunities are bigger that side. You would have had a couple of them playing for a team like Leicester City long before they were relegated. You would have had some of them playing at at Southampton. You have a, a whole host of them playing maybe in your Belgian leagues and all of that. But when there is no foundation, a house cannot stand. We have a tendency of building a house from the roof. And uh, if we want to do it on the ground, we go and do it on a quicksand. When I say we, I mean uh, those people who sit there by NASREC, mm-hmm. uh, South African Farmers Association. And you will see that what has happened with Bafana, when we went back, and let's not forget, we hosted... 1996 Afghan by default because Kenya yeah. pulled out because exactly. they were not ready. It's not our problem. We hosted. Um, they will say that there by the flag that is green, white, and green that you won because we were not, we were there. not there. That we is Nigeria. Yeah? It is not our problem. Yeah. They must not talk to us about yeah. that. They must talk to Sunny Abacha yes. about that. They must not get them. So we won. Yeah. Called in 96 pitch, on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, on the pitch. So we only lost one game to Egypt, right? Uh, So we go and defend it in Burkina Faso, 98. We lose in the finals. We lose in the finals, silver medal. And then coming after that for the very first time, AFCON is co-hosted by Ghana in Nigeria. We finished that yeah. bronze medal. Trot Trot we lost yeah. to Nigeria in the semi-final at the Surulude Stadium in Lagos. I think the tears that I had that day uh, tears that I only had when my first child was born. You know, because mm. there were tears not of sadness but of pride in the way that we did things. But it was also mixed emotions. As in the end, I was kind of like, but this slippery slope is continuing from gold to silver to, to bronze. bronze. And then after you know this. But story. the bronze performance, we were playing amazing football then. You we know, I were. just think we, we found stronger teams, but we were playing amazing football. We were, which goes back to what you were talking about. It's because of the players that we had. Because the players that we had were Lucas Khadebe, were Philmon Masing, were Lucas Kweptini, Leeds United, Phil Masinga being a man who is making marks in Italy yeah. for Paris, yeah. right? You had your Sean Bartlett who was playing overseas. Yeah. You had a Mark Fish there in the team. Yeah. You had a Shuzmoshi who was dancing, and I think that and is see, that's one... my point about... Local versus you got players who are playing in the top leagues, and that's what if you look at Senegal and, and, and Ivory Coast, and these guys play in the leagues that are tough. And when they come here, they know what it takes. I, I, I say, if a player is performing and is performing uh, amazingly in the PSL, it deserves to be in Bafana Bafana. So we must look at the fact that why is it that Bafana Bafana today 
have only one player who plays in a properly recognized league, the EPL, that is Lyle Foster, yeah. who is not who is not even in the team. In the team. So in the absence of Lyle Foster, there should have been somebody else. Motiba plays in France in League One, but he's not there in the team as well. So what are we saying about people that we are taking out of the country? Where is the talent? What is the level of competition in the Premier Soccer League? So could it could this be the reason why of all the three cups that World Cups that we've had, uh, well at least three top tournaments that we've had in the last few months mm. that ESCOM did not suspend low cherry. I mean, they have no confidence in Bafana Bafana. You know, I was saying this to my son, that, hey, you remember October, November? said, I know, Baba, they were, we watch all the rugby, yeah. and now it's back. So, uh, maybe... Look, like, I think it does save us from not watching the disasters. I mean, when Maybe off, maybe right? that black rubbery thing uh, is not <laughs> working. Back. Maybe the call is raining. It's raining. The call is wet, Rams. <laughs> the call is wet. You know. But in fairness, in fairness to Bafan, and I want us to go back to the other groups. Yeah. But in fairness, we had a good run before Afcon started. I mean, we we came back. I, I thought eleven, ten games undefeated or something like that. It counts for nothing when all that you've been preparing for is to go to a tournament and perform. So remember, Hugo Bruce said, you can kill me if we don't qualify for AFCON. Yeah. We've qualified. And then he said, now we can kill me if we don't get out of the group. So now we play our first game. We don't win. And we have two more games to play. I think they killed him already yesterday at the end of the game when the Minister of Sport was the one speaking to the players. You see, there was a death of some sorts. You see, uh, he needs to resurrect himself uh, because Namibia won. Namibia won, and uh, a guy who, a PSL play, uh, right? who plays for your favorite team, <laughs> yeah. uh, Dion Hoto, 88 minute, right? 88 minute. Beating Tunisia. Against no, Tunisia. No smaller. I know that is no, that is no small feat. And this is their very first victory yeah. at the tournament itself. Who are we playing on Sunday? We Namibia. are playing against Namibia, yeah. right? Shalulile hasn't scored. Shalulile hasn't scored, right? Um, I, I don't know if we would have had enough time to rectify the mistakes. When I say mistakes, I mean the overconfidence of trying to play from the back. Mm -hmm. There are instances where you do it. You don't have to do it all the time. Yeah. When Ronwen has to just play it forward, he has to do that. Uh, some carelessness in terms of losing possession, yeah. that is something that needs to be corrected. So, there is no two ways about it. On Sunday, Bafana Bafana must beat Namibia in order for Bafana Bafana to continue being in the competition because if you are going to go to the final game against Tunisia, not having scored a goal, not having won a point, you are really leaving yourself now to going to that competition of the eye of the yeah. middle to qualify for hard, the next round yeah, right? as one of the first uh, four best teams. It will be very hard. Okay, let's go through group by group and, and now I want your expertise about who you think is going to make it to the... At, now we're talking about the, the 12, right? We, I don't know what about the other four. Sure. The, the 12. <laughs> uh, and, and again, for me, this is a skeptic's view of what's going to happen because people are so skeptical about even the top two, not only us. Yeah. So Group A, Cote d'Ivoire, Equatorial Guinea, Nigeria, and Guinea-Bissau, we, we now know Cote d'Ivoire are three points up. Who's going to go through? Who's which two and why? I, I will say Cote d'Ivoire, definitely. Um, I, I don't see them... Losing 
I don't see them moving their foot off the pedal. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the, 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 the home ground advantage always favors uh, uh, you. It, it is something that you need to use to your, to your benefits and the confidence coming from getting off the blocks with, with the victory. Yeah. Uh, Nigeria, I think since you also believe in their theory of starting slow, uh, are going to want to make sure which they make amends, but guess who they are playing next? Yeah, a bit tricky, right? It uh, is a bit tricky yeah, for them. It yeah. is a bit tricky for them because then these are the two teams that are expected to emerge from the group. Well, with two teams in that group with the name Guinea, this Nigerian team would not want to be the guinea pig of the Nigerians that are get, get to be... You said it. <laughs> you say you grabbed it by the horns, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay, Group B, uh, Cabo Verde... Mosala, Mozambique, and Ghana. You know, I was highly impressed by the performance of Mozambique. I was shocked, pleasantly shocked. This is this is a Southern African country. This is a country that nobody gave a chance coming up against Mosala, as you say. Yeah. This is a country that is not really a great footballing Football nation, nation yes. in terms of being a powerhouse. Yeah. Having said that, I think we're at the same level, <laughs> given where we've <laughs> fallen. But that kind of performance is, is something that you know about that it is King Rams. But he hasn't fed to Liwe, It reminds me of your team. Yeah. Your Orlando Pirates under Costa Papich. He never won a single trophy, bruh. But people were coming there calling themselves happy people right? and all because the football, you, you, you lose, you lose 3-2, you lose 1-0, you lose 2-1, but they gave everything yes. in the 90 minute plus whatever the referee adds. So that is what impressed me so much about Mozambique. And uh, I, I think it was a bit inexperienced. I mean, if he had just stood behind, you know, that Egyptian player instead of that's trying to all he kick, had to do. that's all he had to do. You know, they so would have been able to get their first victory. Ranking in form books say Egypt and Ghana, right? Egypt but and what, Ghana. What do you think? I, I think Ghana have just messed up already. You know what? Cape uh, Verde and Mozambique are not going to be pushovers for Ghana. Yeah. Especially when you look in terms of um, what they did, Cape Verde to Ghana. Ghana has got this thing that I really do not understand. I was happy that Andre Ayer was on the bench. Uh, somewhat, it makes me feel as though he believes that he's the alpha and the omega no, the of the team. Yeah? Uh, yes, your father was Abedi Pele. He is Abedi Pele. Uh, you are not bad. Abedi Pele. <laughs> you, you know what I'm trying to say. I mean, uh, Kaiser Mutawung Senior, uh, Kaiser <laughs> Junior is not. You know, yeah. Chomosono, Pamuza yeah. is not. Yeah. You know, uh, even though in the case of Chomo, you may say that there, there was Eric Skara, his father, yes. who was great, and Chomo was great. It's rare that you get it to fall in, yeah. in that way, you know. So I, I think that uh, his brother, uh, Jonathan, is a bit more on the calm side, you know. And I think in the manner that they played, this will be a wake-up call for them to say, yes, we've won this thing four times, but again, 1982 was a very long time. Very, very long was light time. was that yeah. time, you know? Yeah. There was a pedi pele helping them to gain those. That mm -hmm. was their fourth title. They haven't done anything of notes yeah. since then. Well, if you consider fact, that... Their best was then the same as in 1996. That was since it. Then. Yeah. That was it, you know? And the quarterfinals in the World Cup, what we're talking about, yes. AFCON. So I, I think you are right. Uh, my money will be on, 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 on Egypt as well as 
Cape Verde. Let okay. me be controversial. But shall, the most important thing, O Mosala, yeah. as he breaks record after record in England every weekend, he's won the Champions League, he's won the EPL, he's won the Super Cup, he's won the Club World Cup. Top goal scorer now for, uh, historically for the club. Leading scorer now in all competitions yeah. in this current season. The one thing that is going to put him up there yeah. with the best in Africa is for him to join the DJ Drug, but to join uh, Samuel Eto, to join uh, Sadio Mane, uh, Lucas Katebo, of course. <laughs> oh, no, in Neil making Tovey, actually. It was Neil well, was captain. Oh, yes, you are captain. right. Yes. Lucas was captain when we lost yeah. uh, to Egypt yeah. in the final in yeah. Burkina Faso. Yeah. Correct. So Okay, Group C. Uh, look, uh, there can't be any debate about Senegal. I'm not sure about the other. I, I would have said Cameroon naturally i mean they they did well i mean they even you know we know what happened in the previous tournament where they played they were just amazing but i don't i didn't like the start and i'm worried i i think there's going to be more problems i don't know when the reports say that when onana arrived uh, rigo besong didn't even speak to him and stuff and then Onana, I read the report saying that if I was not going to play, then would, why did they come, come yes, here? Yes. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, there are actions in that camp, you know, which is something that you you feel sad about. Because mm-hmm. I, I think it is a country, when it comes to football, many of us growing up, as it, we look back to Roger Miller Man. making that dance in the, in, the, in the corner flag, uh, Cameroon beating Argentina. And you think the Lions, the intermittable Lions, you want that spirit, you know. When someone like Onana comes with this disruption, I it worries me. Where they were wearing onesies. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You know, Cameroon always do, you know, spectacular stuff. But there's Samuel Eto there. There's Eto as president of the Football Association. There's Rigo Besson. Yeah. These are the guys who actually contributed to the world knowing Cameroon as a football nation, a, a great football nation. Yeah. Uh, they contributed to Cameroon having five titles in their cabinet right now. They need to sit on another town and they need to make a decision. Uh, they need to make a decision. Because he's, he's, he's disruptive. Yeah. You know, he's disruptive. And I- if this was somebody who not even a mosquito you know, could get into his net. You would say maybe there is a case, you know, but we've seen the performances, you know, at, at United. Even the game that he insisted on playing, he considered two goals. Yeah. They threw two yeah. all with Tottenham, you know. So it's not like we are bringing a brick wall that is impenetrable, you know. So they need to make a call. And I think that Senegal are definitely going to go through. Yeah. Uh, Lamin Kamara is the only guy who scored a place in the tournament so far. We don't have a hat trick. Um, I, I think that Sadio Mane needs to start firing. We will see a, a Cameroon uh, getting its house in order. I think that they will be accompanying it, Senegal it, to it, the last okay. 16. Good. You know, the group that one would say unfancied, only because we don't know much about, and I, when I say we, I'm talking about ordinary people like me, we don't yeah, know I'm much also about an ordinary person, by the way. <laughs> well, it, I'm, all, I'm an ordinary right boy from, K, from, from, from you Chesterville. You football better than all of us. I mean, other than Algeria, and only because of their size as a country and having competed in a lot of uh, Afghans. The other three teams, they, I don't think we know, all of us know much about them. And I don't even know whether any of us can make a prediction about Angola, Algeria, and Mauritania. And then rather in Burkina Faso. You know, in 2010, 
Uh, Bafana did not qualify for Afcon. The Sunday Times sent me to go cover the tournament. It was in Angola. I think one of the best games of football I've ever watched was Angola against Mali. I remember the game. Angola were leading 4-0. In the last 10 minutes, yeah. Mali scored four, four goals. goals. You know? Yeah. But the players that Angola had then, it's the same story as Bafana. You know, they are not at that level. You know, they are like South Africa in the sense that we are throwing so many of our players in the current Bafana squad from Sundowns. They are also taking a lot from Pedro Atletico. Yeah. You know, that is the team that is doing very well for them in the Champions League. So you 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 have a situation where you saying that you don't know much about Angola, but it is a tournament also where they're saying for the first time, Southern Africa has got five teams competing in the competition because it has been expanded. You don't want to be remembered as one of those who just added up the numbers yeah, at that competition. So yeah. you know, they started with a draw, which is a good they, sign. Exactly. Right? You know, and also Burkina Faso. And a draw against Algeria, right? It's not a, a, a small draw. It's, 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 it's a confidence booster. Yeah. You know, they have a point. Uh, Bafana do not have yes. a point. So they have a point. Mozambique has a point. Yeah. Bafana do not have a point. Okay. So we'll see what happens with Zambia, you know, when, when they get into action. And then the other thing is that when you look at that group, you definitely will be thinking that Algeria would want to say, hey, it's not by accident yeah. that we are part of the African football castle. We are looking at getting ourselves in a stage where we can lay our hands, you know, on this thing. Mm -hmm. uh, our neighbors, Morocco, have done it mm -hmm. once. Uh, our neighbors, Egypt, have done it mm -hmm. uh, seven times, yeah. you know. We, we are looking at putting ourselves in a place where we can be like Tunisia and say we have won, exactly. you know, trophy. So yeah. they will be pushing to get out of the group and uh, go to the last 16, uh, I think, with Riyad Mahrez as they are spearheaded, as is often yeah. is in, in these tournaments. So, Burkina Faso, Algeria? Burkina Faso, Algeria is my tip. We're going to skip Group E because we'll finish with Group E. Okay. Group F, Morocco, DR Congo, Zambia, and Tanzania. And the actual, Again, I can tell you, I would have easily picked up the first two, right? Morocco and DRC. Uh, but I never write of Zambia, ever, in my life. You do so at your own peril. Yeah. You do so at your own peril. And DRC, don't forget, uh, have won this thing twice mm -hmm. in the past, along with Algeria. Algeria will be looking for their third, by the way. Yeah. And also Ivory Coast, I think, has also done it twice. Yeah. So if you are looking at that group, when you're thinking Zambia, what is the most romantic story about Zambia? It is the team that played in Ivory Coast, uh, winning it with the, the guy in a white shirt, yeah. Renat. Yeah. It is a team that has got a living legend called um, Kalu Shabuala. Yeah, King Kalu. King Kalu, who fortunately did not travel with that Zambian team uh, yeah. that Man, made that, that terrible perished, yeah. death that perished uh, on the coast of Senegal, by the way. And Ivory Coast, you know, you rule out Zambia at your own peril. I like how they play. Uh, it's typical of what we do in Southern Africa. Yeah. Show me your name. But they don't do it in the sense of showboating. They do it going forward. You know, they've got 
what is this thing? They say South Africans are what? Resilient. <laughs> Zambia are very resilient. <laughs> you know, and they never lose hope. They keep going. You know, and, and TRC, they, they punch below their weight, I think. They punch below their weight. And I think, speaking of punching, Tanzania may very well find themselves being the punching bags of that group. So I'm thinking Morocco and Zambia. And Zambia mainly because if Bafana are not going to make it, Namibia and Mozambique and Angola need people to accompany them to the last 16. <laughs> well, Chipolopolo, I think I still have trust in them. Okay. And then Group E... I'm only going to ask you one question about Group E as we conclude. I'm listening. Why are we not going to go through? We are not going to go through if we don't beat Namibia on Sunday. It's the simplest. The simplest. If it's a draw, is enough. It's not enough. Bro, you get a draw against Namibia and you play Tunisia, right? Yeah. Who will be built by whatever result comes out in their game against Mali. So Mali gets six points. Tunisia goes and plays as they want to go through. Yes. They want to go through, right? At the very least, as the, as the, through the eye of, of the needle. Can you see, yeah. so when uh, South Africa, to go through the eye of the needle, Namibia, it's non-negotiable. Beat Namibia, my bro. Beat Namibia, because if you lose to Tunisia, you will do what you did in 2019 with Baxter. You will go through. Got three points, man. Got three points. Well, the calculators you know, are out. We are minging. We are going to visit we our have doctors. We have a secret weapon in our bag. It is called the Minister of Sports, Arts and Culture. He gave them a pep talk, and I'm convinced they heard him. He's just arrived. <laughs> uh, Matala. Thank you very much for your time as usual. It's always a pleasure, man. And well, guys, that concludes this episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Taking the Rams by the Horns. Please send your comments to me via email on rams at ramsmavote.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast and please share your views about AFCON. Download the MySoetin app and listen to more of my podcast. Follow us on X at Rams by the Horns and at Sowetin Live and at BBK Unplugged 99. From me, Rams Mavote 99. Goodbye and God bless. <laughs>